early June doesn't mean that we're still three months away from football. No, 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 I refuse. It means that training camp is almost here. Fuck yes. This is the Mafia Minute where it's all bills, all the time, nothing but Buffalo. I am one of your hosts, Jamie G. Esquire, the fifth. No, I can't defend you in a court of law, but I am a certified beach master. And I'm here with the Lieutenant of Linguini, the man with the fifth degree black pepper mill, the one, the only, Soup Deucer. Soup, you know what? We're here on the Mafia Minute. I got a little bit of Buffalo Trace. I got a bill of shot glass. I think it's kind of like, hey, it's the Mafia Minute. It's summer edition. Let's let's do a little pour, right? I mean, yeah, I like it, dude. I love that you got the uh, shot glass with a handle on it, like a little teacup, dude. That's pretty fucking solid, man. We got a good Buffalo Trace. If if you live under a rock and you've never had a Buffalo Trace, go get it if you can find it. It's very good. If you like bourbon, even if you don't like bourbon, you should check it out. Um, I'm here. I'm getting ready to talk about the greatest sports franchise in the history of the, the world. The Buffalo Bills. And I'm here with the brother from another mother. Maybe the same. Who knows? Soup Duke. Soup. Cheers to you. Greetings. Salutations. Uh, let me get your general feelings, brother, on uh, all the joy you're experiencing about the upcoming Bill season. Cheers to you. Yeah, hey, cheers, man. Salute, dude. And uh, yeah, um, welcome to the Mafia Minute. I am the soup, and here we are having a couple drinks, man. You know, I mean, I'm not doing shots tonight. I'm just sticking with the bush ice, but I'm pounding them at a pretty fucking medium pace, you know, so it should work out pretty well. Uh, excited about the upcoming season? Yes, of course, man. Yes, of course, dude. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to be excited for. So let's dive into it, man. What do you got? Yeah, dude, here's the deal. We've got a bit of news to cover, and then it's time to start the hype train up and begin getting ready for the 2023 season. I'm so ready for this, my brother. You ready? You in? You son of a bitch. I'm in. He's in. That brings us to the number nine overall pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. I don't know if you remember back then, Soup Deuce, but we drafted defensive tackle out of Houston, Ed Oliver, the cowboy riding Bad, bad, bad man, Ed Oliver, number nine overall. The Bills had previously picked up his fifth-year option, and he was kind of tweeting some shit this offseason. We didn't know if they were going to sign him, but we picked up that fifth-year option. That guaranteed him a salary of 10.75 mil for this season. Uh, that's a whole lot of money, but it pales in comparison to the extension that the Bills just gave him. Oliver signed a four-year extension worth 68 million buckaroos, and it contains a pretty good number for him, 45 million in guaranteed money. Uh, you know what? Cheers to him. He did it. That's great. Soup deuce. Whole lot of money. Now, a lot of money. <laughs> I hope he's, he's tied to the bills for the next five years. Um, let me just give you a couple of things, and then I want to get your take. So a lot of people are going to be mad about this. A lot of people are like, ah, we should use the money to sign Hopkins or this or that or whatever. Let me just hit you with a few things. Oliver is just going to be 26 in December, end of this year. This the, the annual average, the annual annual the average annual value of this contract is only 17 million. Now I know you're thinking that's a lot, but it's actually 13th uh, among defensive tackles. Uh, might even be 
lower than that once a couple sign here that are expected to this offseason. So I kind of like this. Uh, the 49ers, they gave Javon Hargrave. He had a monster year in Philadelphia. They gave him the biggest free agent contract for a defensive tackle this offseason. Four years, $84 million, $40 million guaranteed. Um, so he didn't get quite as much guaranteed, but he got more money overall. Um, but in the playoffs, you know, well, let's just talk about Oliver's stats, and then I want to hear what your thoughts are, uh, Soup. Ed Oliver had 34 tackles last year, 14 quarterback hits. 14. Nice number. Nine tackles for a loss, two and a half sacks. He did that in 13 games. And then on the playoffs, he added four more tackles and three more quarterback hits and a sack. Um, so far in 62 total games played, uh, this this guy, again, just 25 years old, he's got 151 tackles, 42 quarterback hits. I love that fucking number. He's hitting the quarterback. He's got 14 and a half sacks. Uh, Soup Deuce, thoughts on this discussion? I'll respond after that. Yeah, um, I like the stats. I mean, it's definitely, is it worth that much money? You know, if he, if he stays consistent for the next uh you know, however many years he signed for, what is it? What'd you say, four, six? He's four, but he's but he's got this year. He's tied to the Bills for five more years. I mean, if that kind of production every year, maybe, yeah, maybe worth it. You know, I didn't like some of the, you know, hearsay about the tweets and whatnot, you know, coming out of the season this year. Um, but overall, I, I like the guy, man. I think, uh, you know, I just I just hope it's, uh, I hope it's a good investment. Well, I will say this, two things, one, the Jets are getting ready to sign their defensive tackle, uh, and they're going to probably pay him more money than any defensive tackle in the league. Um, this helps us knowing that we kind of got him at not not a discount, but if he goes out and he goes nuts this year, okay, and and with this with the fifth year option, he would have been so expensive we couldn't have got him. So I do like it from that standpoint. Here's why I like it: he is going to finally be at primarily the three technique position not playing directly over the over the center he's going to be more in that a gap uh, um, in between the guard and the center or directly over the guard where he's going to not be responsible for kind of you know setting the line and, and picking up the run he's going to be more responsible for for getting after the quarterback i really like this they signed puna ford out of um seattle a big old boy they got daquan jones uh and um our boy uh coming back this year um uh, the, the name escapes me. Uh, fuck, name escapes me right now. But they got that the other defensive tackle coming back this year. So they got, you know, three defensive tackles plus him. But he's the only one they got signed past this year. So I like the big boys coming and playing the one technique with him playing the three technique. And you got McDermott calling plays. That's that's a big deal. Uh, I think it could bode well for him. McDermott's been a little bit more aggressive. And Soup Deuce, let's go to the coaching side of the house. Sean McDermott, as I said, he's officially going to be the defensive coordinator of the season. Jordan Phillips, that's the fucking name I thought. You got Jordan Phillips, Puna Ford, and Daquan Jones all rotating in. It's going to, at the one technique, it's going to give Ed Oliver the chance to just be the three technique and rush the, rush the quarterback. Excited about that, especially with Sean McDermott calling plays. Soup Deuce, let's switch over to the coaching side of the house. Sean McDermott is going to be the defensive coordinator this season, and he'll also be the play caller for the defense. Now, we've talked about their options, you know, what, what they could do, what they were, who they could potentially get. All that's out the window because we now know McDermott is going to be running the defense. What are your thoughts, bro? 
I like it. You know, I mean, I've said this before. Uh, I like the idea of McDermott, McDermott running the defense and calling the plays. My only concern is that it might be a little bit too much for him, you know, taking on, you know, multiple roles. Um, it's probably, you know, pretty heavy on anybody. So I hope he adjusts well. I know he's a smart enough guy and he's definitely, you know, got the toughness and shit. So I think it'll go well. I got I got good expectations for it, man. Well, this is this will be his first time calling the defensive plays um, as a head coach. Now, I will go back to a couple years ago. He, he did take over play calling um, on defense for a couple of games. His Leslie Frazier's defense was really struggling. He kind of took it over and called plays for a game or two, and then slowly transitioned uh, Frazier back in. So it's not it's 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 the first time doing it full time. Uh, but it's not necessarily the first time he's done it. So, you know, I do, he does have minimum experience, you know, there. He's also been a great defensive coordinator over the years and has, has a kind of a different mindset um, than what we've seen out of Leslie Frazier. And that's that's the pressure, that's the aggressiveness uh, that he's historically shown through his defenses when he's been calling plays. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, Soup, do you expect to see a change at all and how our defense looks i mean it's been pretty consistent the last three four years under under frazier do you think it looks a little bit different this year do, and, and if so what do you think might be different i think it does i think it looks a little bit more uh i think it's got a little bit more balls man i think it's got a little bit more balls a little more aggressive and you know it might look like uh similar to mcdermott's defense in carolina when they went to the super bowl or whatever the fuck yeah, well, dude, I hope so. And I will say that McDermott has said, you know, that that he's going to be relying on his other coordinators and his other staff to kind of step up. So I think he's got an experienced staff here. You know, he's especially on the defensive side. He's got folks that he really trusts and like that have been in the roles for, for several years now. Um, he's got a really good special teams coach that he likes. And, I, you know, I think he's higher on Ken Dorsey uh, at, at OC than, than a lot of people are because he's worked with them in the past at Carolina. So I expect this to be all right, man. I, I think he's had enough time to know what's coming. And I think he's going to be I think he's going to be OK with it, dude. Let's get to this coming up season. The 2023 NFL schedule was recently released, and the Bills are literally all over the place. It looks like a hard schedule, but it always does. And, you know, it's amazing to think that just a few years ago, dude, we'd have all of our games Sunday at 1 o'clock. Like, every year it was just like all 16 games are Sunday at 1. Uh, well, shit, now we've got seven island games, prime time, baby. And those games include week one, we're on Monday Night Football at the Jersey Jets. Week five, we're against the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Sucks, we're losing a home game there. Week six, we come back on American soil. And we face Brian Day ball to ball and the Giants on Sunday Night Football. We're home for that, baby. And then week eight, we've got the Bucks on Thursday Night Football. Week nine, we're at the Bengals on Sunday Night Football. Week 10, we're home against the Broncos, another Monday night football game. And then week 16, we've got the Chargers on Saturday night. I mean, shit, dude. We've got all these island games, and we're playing the Patriots on New Year's Eve. I, I don't know, man. A lot about this schedule excites me. What jumps out from uh, to you from, from the Bills schedule heading this year? What are you, what are you circling? 
you know, I'm kind of torn on it, man, because, like, you know, as much as it sucks having that, you know, we went through years and years of every game that Sunday at one, kind of, you know, you almost get used to that. It's like a familiar. Now these games are all over the place. I don't, you gotta, you know, I gotta find a way to make sure I can watch all of these fucking things. You know, you got, you got a Saturday night in the mix, you got a couple of Mondays, a Thursday, you know, I mean, it was, fortunately there are a couple of Sunday nighters in there, which will, you know, tie into the whole Sunday thing. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, schedule structuring, not so much for the NFL, but for the people watching it too, you know, I mean, shit, if I can take a day off to fucking watch a game, you know, I'll do it, but I got to prepare ahead of time. So I need to start working on my schedule for the season. Anyway, that being said, but and you know, and on the other side, I like it because that means that the team is doing really good to be able to have that many fucking, you know, prime time or off, you know, off the fucking Sunday one o'clock kind of kind of games. So, uh, so it's a good thing, and uh, you know, just a little bit hectic. And I'm not a fan of the fucking London London game. So, whatever. <laughs> Dude, here, here, here's what I got. I've got that's a nine thirty game in London, by the way. Yeah, I've got week three. Uh, I've got week three Sunday, September twenty fourth at Washington because I will be at that game. I'm super pumped about it. I haven't been to a Bills game in a minute. I know it's an away game, but there is literally thirty thousand tickets already purchased by Bills backers in the area, and that game is going to be lit. Super pumped about that. Um, I've got that circled. I've also got that Sunday night at Cincinnati. I really want to see those two teams play. We've kind of been teased with it. I don't know that we ever really got that game. You know, the first game, obviously, we, we saw DeMar Hamlin's injury. And then the second game, it just the Bills were just done. They didn't really show up. So excited about that one. And then last but not least, I'm really pumped about uh, the Philadelphia game. Again, another away game, and I'm excited to see them match up against Philadelphia. Uh, that'll be fun. We got our very own Magnum Mills uh, from the Joe Blow Football Show. I'm sure we'll be having some friendly wagers and fun stuff going on then. And then last but not least, I know I said that before, but I just realized we got a New Year's Eve game, Sunday, December 31st. We're at New England, 1 p.m., I'm going to be on the road taking on, hopefully, hopefully they're doing another New Year's Eve run, but I'll be at Fish at Madison Square Garden uh, for New Year's Eve run. So that means December 31st, 1 o'clock, I'm not exploring New York City. No, 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 no. I'm watching Bill's New England before I go and rage out at Madison Square Garden to Fish. Soup, the Bill's. They don't have a ton of room under the salary cap, but they continue to be connected to free agent wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins and to a lesser extent, but still connected star running back Delvin Cook, who is the older brother of uh, Bill's running back, second year player James Cook, and is also expected to part ways with the Vikings at some point this summer. How do you feel about you know any kind of possible uh, splash signings here and adding a veteran like Hopkins or Cook or, or anyone else to the offense? Think we need it, or do you think we're all set? Uh, I mean, the difference between needing it, you know, I don't know. I don't know that we need it, but you can always use more weapons, you know? Um, one thing I would almost, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I mean, either, either way, I, I don't think I'd be disappointed whichever direction that goes, you know, so. Well, for, for me, I think it's all about the price on both of them, right? I mean, I, I just, I don't know that we are in a position to maybe, there's rumors that Hopkins maybe lost a step. I don't know if that's true. And you never really want to pay a running back after they came off, you know, and, and kind of gave the prime of their, of their career to another team. You just... I mean, it worked to an extent with, with Shady McCoy when the Bills signed him. They got a couple of good years, but I, I don't know. I think 
both these guys got to be willing to take kind of a, 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 a discount to play with Josh Allen and to play for the chance to win a Super Bowl, which is a legitimate thing. And we can say that now, which is awesome. But I would love to have Hopkins. I really would. And I wouldn't be mad about Cook either. But honestly, I, I like the Bills running back room. I think Hopkins, just the thought of pairing Hopkins and, and, and Diggs and uh, you know, Gabe Davis. You could literally put Hopkins and Davis on the outside, and Gibbs and Diggs in the slot, and that is a with with James Cook in the backfield uh, and Knox or, and or Kincaid. That is a really good uh, starting lineup with weapons, dude. Like, I mean, really good. So that makes me think, like, hey, that's that's a pure Super Bowl play, like all in one year. Let's do it. Um, but I think that fits with what the, where the Bills are at. So I, I would love to see it. If I had to flip a coin, I'd say give me Hopkins over Cook. Uh, but I wouldn't be mad if either one signs. I also won't be jumping off the bridge if neither sign. So let's just say that. Soup Deuce. We usually don't talk about the rumors, but the cat seems to be out of the bag on this one. It appears that our guy, Josh Allen, is is officially dating actress-slash-singer Haley Steinfeld. no. Not Jerry Seinfeld's daughter, Steinfeld with a T. Do you think there's any possible on the field impact to consider here? Is he going to be like a Tony Romo when he was dating that chick and she showed up to the games and he sucked ass? Like anything you're worried about here with, with Josh, uh, you know, kind of swimming upstream in the dating pool? Yeah, I don't like it really, but what are you going to do? I mean, a dude has to like live life too. Um, I just hope it doesn't interfere or affect. Performance. I, I, I don't think it will, dude. I think the whole thing with why he split up with his long-term girlfriend was because he's like, yo, dude, I think this is just purely like I'm banging chicks. Like it doesn't mean anything. I'm banging chicks. And that's okay. I, I mean, everyone, including Coach McDermott, said we're getting a different Josh this year. He's more folk focused. He's more dialed in. He's more committed, which is insane considering he's one of the most committed, dialed in, focused players that we've ever had. So I think I think his desire to win a Super Bowl and his desire to win in the playoffs, I don't think he's letting anything get in the way. His personal life, you know, included. I think he's just banging chicks. Uh, and you know what, Josh? Good for you, bro. You know what, dude? I think it's time to start the hype train. And first up is the Mafia moment. Every episode from now until the start of the season, we're each going to pick one Buffalo Bills play or moment from previous seasons to help us get pumped for the 2023 season. Soup, send us on our way, bro. All right, for the first Mafia moment, um, I'm going to have to give it to the year uh, Josh Allen's rookie year. Um, I think it was like either week three or week four. He, started, he ended up playing that game, and it was against Minnesota. And uh, it was the first time he hurdled the guy. And when I saw that play, I remember seeing that play and being like, oh, shit, this guy's pretty good, man. Stuck in my brain ever since then, dude. And, uh, you know, he's only gotten better since. And he's pulled off that move a couple times, which is fucking awesome. But, yeah, that first hurdle in that game was like a, like right there. I kind of like knew something was up. And uh, that's that. That's the mafia moment for today. Great one, dude. I remember watching that. Bills didn't have a chance in the world on the road against a really good Minnesota team. And they fucked and took it to him. I think they ended up winning 28 to 3 or 28 to 10 or something. They absolutely smoked him. Great game. Uh, for me, I'm going to go back to the past year. They're down third and 10, backed up in their own 
end zone against Pittsburgh early in a game where Pittsburgh's defense is really kind of getting the best of them. And it's third and long. Josh is in his end zone and he throws a 60 yard dart to Gabe Davis for a touchdown. It's like it ends up being like a like an 87 yard touchdown or something ridiculous on third down made it look so easy backed up in his end zone that's the type of shit that gets you fired up that is my mafia moment for this week fucking great one dude finally it was dude how fired up were you it will be fired up all summer long and all season long let's go finally it is time for the mafia mannequin no this isn't like the movie Mannequin. Uh, shout out to that movie, Mannequin 1 and 2, actually. It's more like the reverse of the Mannequin from the movie Major League. Right now, the Mannequin is naked. But on each episode of the Mafia Minute, we're going to add one piece of Bill's swag until our Mafia Mannequin is fully dressed and ready to table dive. Soup, what do we want to start with here, bro? I kind of it's a blank think, canvas. I know, man. You know, and it's like I, you almost, you know, when I'm getting dressed, fresh out the shower or whatever the fuck, man. You know, what do you put on? I'm thinking, what do I put on first, man? Usually the fucking underwear, right? But in this case, I think we're going socks. Let's put a sock on. One sock, left sock. Let's go left sock, left foot sock. Is it a Bill sock? Yeah, of course it is, man. <laughs> All right, so left sock, Bill sock. Uh, we've got we've got one sock in. Is it a tube sock? Is it up to the calf? What's the story with it? Yeah, we'll, go, we'll go halfway. We'll go halfway. We're going not, halfway. Not a, the calf. not a short guy. Not a all the way up there. No tubes involved. Just like, you know, a regular size fucking sock, dude. Is it stupendous living in that tube? Guys, I don't know about you, but you got to follow along all, all off season as we dress this mafia mannequin. And you know what? We love you. We absolutely love you, Bills Mafia. We are Bills Mafia. Thank you for checking out the Mafia Minute presented by the fine folks at the Joe Blow Football Show. Thank you for being here with us. You got to go over and check us out. We're on social media at Joe Blow Show, and you can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your pods by searching for the Mafia Minute. We'll be back before you know it to talk about training camp as well as anything and everything regarding our Buffalo Bills. Go Bills! The Bills make me wanna Carry Matt, carry Matt No, he can't read Matt